Credit cards can be confusing. So many promotions, terms and conditions, so many cards. Which credit card do I use to get the most value? In this episode, we compare different credit cards and you will hear specific examples of which card you can use for a particular purpose to get the most out of your cards. But most importantly, we are here to understand the thinking and the strategies behind it to reap the benefits of credit cards. We address misconceptions. We also talk about credit score and 0% interest installment plans. Let's learn how to make credit cards work for you instead of against you. Hello, my name is Andrew and welcome to another Chill with TFC session. In this series, we hope to bring on interesting and relevant people to help us learn better from various perspectives. Life is not always about learning from the people you agree with. Different perspectives shape us to be more well-rounded in our thinking. So in the pursuit of the life we love while managing our finances well, my guest today has been in the banking and fintech industry for more than 10 years. He was formerly a banker and business analyst. After which, he worked on Cutspell. Cutspell is an app that helps you find the best credit card deals. Today, we're going to compare credit cards, learn how to get the best deals, and we also talk about the future of credit cards. Let's welcome CEO of Cutspell, Sam. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I want to start off today's interview with a quick question round. Mm-hmm. I will be asking Sam, what do you think is the best credit card for a certain purpose, a certain category? Mm-hmm. And off your mind, you're going to tell me immediately mm-hmm. like, what is the first credit card that comes to your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, mm-hmm. what is the best credit card for... Oh, we haven't been able to travel for a while, but what's the best credit card for Air Miles? I would prefer City Chris Fire Miles card. Okay. Cashback. Cashback, I think that is a tough one. <laughs> okay, off your mind, you can give two yeah. if you want to. For dining, I will go for uh, HSBC Premium. If uh, it is for general use, uh, probably I will go for uh, UOB Absolute. Okay, how about, you mentioned dining, how about dining? YOLO, UOB YOLO card, Yolo I think that is uh, pretty good as well. How about the best credit card for online shopping? Online shopping, I would prefer OCBC Frank card. Okay. 6%. Okay, very fast. You really know yeah. your cards very well. <laughs> and you mentioned everyday spending. It might be hard to answer, but what's the best card for everyday spending? If I don't want to um, use my brain, then I'll go for uh, UOB Absolute. 1.7 cashback. Right, so yeah, the supermarket, just use so it. So anything is 1.7. Uh. Okay. And also the other thing is that you don't have to monitor your total spend because I think uh, certain cards, you have to sort of like spend minimum 600, 800 in order to get like a 6% cashback. Mm. I think this uh, unlimited cashback is pretty good, just that the percentage is uh, slightly lower. But the good thing is that you don't need to think about it. You just use, then you get like a 1.5 to 1.7 depending on which uh, cards that you are using. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Then what do you think is the best credit card for accumulating points to get rewards? Oh, I nowadays I don't use rewards points. You don't use rewards yeah. points. Why? Uh, rewards card. I think either you go for the cashback or you go for miles. How about the best credit card for big ticket purchases? I would prefer Manhattan cards. Still the Manhattan, Manhattan cards. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Because there, there are other cards that come out after that. 
Yeah, because Manhattan, the good thing is that if let's say you swap something which is uh, 6,000 plus, right? I think now they reduce it to 3% cashback. Mm. Last time it was 5% cashback. Right, right, right. So even 3% cashback, if you spend like 6,000 plus, you are getting uh, around $200 cashback. Mm. But if you use other card a lot of time, you just hit the cap. So probably you sort of like get uh, much more lesser than that. Okay, so if you're yeah. doing renovations, uh, buying a TV, for example, mm. that's the card that you can use. Yep. Okay. Uh, I still prefer uh, Manhattan. If, let's say, I can hit like uh, 6,000 for a specific um, month, yeah. so I'll, I'll go for that. Okay. Mm. For reference sake, we are recording this podcast um, July 2021. So, I mean, you know, all the credit card promotions and the deals and the rewards and the terms and conditions keep changing. Mm-hmm. So this is your answer. At this point in time. So do you have a strategy on how you manage your credit cards? Uh, well, last time I did pretty manually, right? So I, I tried to use Excel to populate all this. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, uh, I think I didn't do that anymore because I think uh, it required a lot of time and effort to do that. So I think uh, in the market, they do have uh, some very interesting tools for us to use. So I think uh, we should go for that. Or roughly, you would want to see uh, what would be uh, the the credit cards that you have and also probably in specific merchants you want to use uh, the best card so that you can max out the, the benefit hmm. this is yeah. the part where you put in a disclaimer so okay. non-financial advice yes exactly <laughs> what else do you want to say uh, do your own due diligence yeah right so it is just uh, based on my uh, ex- experience, experience. Right. experience all information presented is for informational educational yeah. and entertainment purposes only I think Sharing experience is fine, but not to advise people on how to uh, do their financial planning. Mm. Because I think even uh, when we talk about this credit card saving and stuff, it is also considered one of the financial planning as well. Okay. And so far, what we've been talking about are for those who really believe in credit cards and in using credit cards to maximize value for themselves. But sometimes credit cards have a really bad reputation. So Mm. what are some misconceptions of credit cards that you think you need to clear the air? Yeah, I think first of all, uh, even before we start this uh, conversation, we need to be very sure that we should never use credit card as a debt tool. So on monthly basis, you need to clear all the debts, right? Because if you start to use uh, credit card as a debt tool, then you have to pay a lot, a lot of uh, interest. So if you want to sort of like get a loan, probably you don't want to look at this uh, credit card as a tool for you to accumulate your debts. So I think that is uh, very, very important. So if let's say you clear um, your credit card bill every month, 100%, so I'm not talking about the minimum kind of uh, settlement, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like 100% you want to clear, then you can consider to use a credit card as a, a, a tool that can help you to maximize your benefits. For example, if let's say you want to purchase something and you have to pay $100. If you pay in cash, you have to pay $100. But if you pay uh, with uh, credit cards, most probably it can come with uh, the card feature itself. For example, if let's say we are talking about the cashback 1.5%, then basically after you pay $100, you get back $1.50. And on top of that, sometimes they have uh, great deals that is associated with the card. So for example, if let's say you get like a 10% discount for this specific merchant, rather than paying $100, now you are paying $90, right? So there are a lot of uh, very good perks uh, that are stacking. Yeah. So don't get into debt. Yeah, don't, don't get use into credit debt. card to, to yeah. get into debt. Clear every month, 100%. So if you use, 
$500 or you charge your cards $500, then you must ensure that you paid $500. Mm-hmm. Not even yeah. about paying the, just the, the minimum amount. No, no. Because on top of that, you still have to pay the interest. Exactly. So you are not going to pay the interest because once you start paying the interest, then uh, the so-called benefits of the credit cards is no longer uh, meaningful to you. Mm. Can I yeah. ask how many credit cards do you have? I have uh, six credit cards right now. Okay. Yeah. Last time I have... Uh, more than 10. Mm-mm. What function does each credit card serve? Different credit cards uh, serve a different kind of a purpose. Mm. So I have uh, one credit card for cashback. If let's say I do not want to think at all, then I just uh, use it. Mm. Then another credit card is just for dining, the HSBC. Mm. If let's say you really like uh, to try out a lot of uh, very interesting kind of uh, cuisine and mm-hmm. also you want to sort of like explore, probably you may want to consider that because uh, the one-for-one one deal is really good as well. So it helps you to save a lot. And uh, the other one is uh, the OCBC Frank card, which is uh, the online. So if let's say there is uh, any online purchase, I'll probably use that card. Manhattan is for a big ticket item. To be honest, I seldom use that. But if let's say I need to uh, purchase a big ticket item, then probably that would be the first card that I would consider to use. So I guess you, you call them every year to like waive your annual fees? Yes, I do. So I do not pay the annual fee. Yeah, mm. I do yeah. not pay the some, annual some, fee. Some people will be surprised. Huh, you mean you can waive it? Actually, yeah. well, you can give it a shot. Okay, Not all cards do that, Yes. but most of the time you just give it a call. Mm. I remember the first time I tried to waive my credit card annual fees. I, I googled, you know, negotiation tactics. <laughs> tried it on my local bank and like, press one to waive your annual fee. I'm like, what? Mm. <laughs> and that's it. I press one and that's it. I don't even have to talk to someone. That mm. was my first time, you know, trying to waive the, the credit card annual fee. So you definitely have to do it. I mean, if the bank allows it, why not, right? So you have different credit cards. You were mentioning that you have more than 10 and then now you streamlined it. Is it because it gets confusing or what's your thinking behind it? Yeah, because uh, some of the cards, I didn't use it. Okay, okay. So there's no uh, so-called uh, strategy behind. Mm-hmm. Just that too many cards and some cards that I didn't use it. So I would just uh, scrap it. Yeah, it's so hard to manage, right? I mean, if you really want to optimize it, and mm-hmm. especially if you think about, okay, shall I use the Air Miles card or shall I use the cashback card? Well, if you are dining at a restaurant, that's pretty obvious. So mm-hmm. use the, the card that gives you the promotions, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have a random purchase, let's say you're buying vitamins or supplements at the pharmacy. So your strategy is that don't need to think card. So don't need to think card is a cashback card. So I think uh, pre-COVID, sometimes it can be a bit tricky whether I want to go for cashback or I want to go for uh, miles. But for me, I was sort of like enjoying the lifestyle. So I would prefer to use a miles card. So that was a pre-COVID. And I think especially if, let's say, you want to pay something which is uh, in the foreign currency. So I think a mouse card, it's uh, always my first option because uh, uh, they always uh, give us uh, more miles. Mm. More miles per dollar spent if, let's say, we charge a foreign currency. Okay. So you have about six cards, but how many cards do you advise we should have? Of course, the answer is it depends, but maybe we should Mm -hmm. set some parameters and, you know, use those parameters to talk about how many credit cards should we have. I would say probably around four to five, depending on your lifestyle. Mm. But four to five uh, should be something which is pretty um, good for you because uh, I think different cards uh, have a different purpose. So you would be able to fully uh, leverage and also fully optimize uh, all the benefits. 
Okay, so about, about four to five based on your needs. Yeah. And the, the usual, the cashback you should have, dining promotions you should have. Online. Online shopping yes. you should have, right? I'm sure someone in your family will need to you know, shop online. And also online. probably the big ticket items. Right. Yeah, just to ensure that when you are purchasing something, then at least you know that, okay, this is the cards that I should use, right? Mm. It's just, uh, probably you won't use it uh, very frequently, but once in a while, if you happen to purchase a big ticket item, for example, laptop, right? So you can uh, use that card. Okay. And also that can come into handy as well. <laughs> when you need it. When you, you need, need to make it. a exactly. big purchase. Yep. Okay, so we talk about misconceptions in which mm -hmm. you mentioned that we should not use credit card as a debt tool. Mm -hmm. So on top of that, you can just, you know, use four to five different credit cards to maximize your value out of using credit cards. And yep. if you do your annual fee waiver, you should be pretty good. I mean, it should be a pretty good tool to help you get some cash back, get some rewards, or get mm -hmm. some promotions. Yeah. Okay. So on top of that, the benefits uh, that we can get uh, through using the cards is, I think, first of all, is a welcome gift, right? Because I think uh, all the banks are pretty generous. Yeah, right? lots of promotions. Exactly. If you apply a new card, mm. and if you are new to the bank, probably you can straight away get a hard cash, like 200 plus dollar, mm -hmm. right? So I think that is pretty good. If you really intend to sign up for a new card, you should definitely Google because now there are so many different platforms with slightly different promotions yep. and some are better than others, right? I mean, you could get cash, like you said, $200 or you could or get AirPods. Exactly. Yeah, so you just compare. Yeah. Now we have so many choices as consumers. Yes. So Welcome Gift is one of it then followed by the card deals. I think we talk about it like, for example, 10%, one-for-one one deals. All, all those are pretty uh, exciting and pretty interesting deals. And on top of that, the card feature itself, right? Because uh, some of the cards, it came with like a 6% cashback for dining, right? So meaning on top of uh, getting the deals, potentially you can also get uh, this uh, cashback as well. So I think it is good. It's like a stacking your, your, uh, your benefits. Mm. And I think the fourth one, which uh, I haven't mentioned, uh, it's uh, the cash flow. So if let's say you pay with cash, then you straight away need to pay $100. For example, if you spend $100 in a specific merchant, but if you pay uh, with cards, then probably you only have to settle the bill in the next uh, cycle, which happens uh, only next month. But having said that, again, um, what is important uh, message over here is that never use uh, cards as a debt tool. Mm -hmm. So when you receive uh, the card bill, please go and clear it. Okay, so make sure you can pay it off, but yep. at the same time, it's like you have one month extension. Exactly. Exactly. Well, now we have this buy now, pay later. Mm -hmm. And also you can actually use credit cards to, you know, use installment plans to make installment payments for your purchase mm -hmm. and at 0% interest. Can you tell yeah. us a bit more about that? So I think uh, this uh, buy now, pay later, the concept is quite similar to this uh, credit card. And when we say credit card, um, probably we may not want to fixate it, seeing it as a, a physical plastic card, right? So we should see credit card as a facility line that you were given by the bank in order to purchase something that you can pay at a later date. And on top of that, of course, uh, you just uh, mentioned, there are a lot of uh, these incentive, for example, 0% installment. Mm. So probably you can spread out uh, the, specifically the big ticket item, for example, if let's say you are charged like $1,002 for something that you purchase in this specific merchant, and you don't have to pay 1002 in the following months, right? When you receive the bill. So you can split it over uh, one year or two years, depending on uh, the, the bank facility. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And probably you pay like $50 per month for the next 24 months or you pay like $100 per month for the next one year. Mm, for the one year or two years, as far as I know, there'll be interest. Uh, uh, no, it can be a 0% interest. It can be a 0%. But the only thing that you are not able to get is uh, the benefits. Okay. So, for example, if let's say uh, this uh, bank card, they give you like a 6% kind of uh, rebate or 6% kind of cashback, but because you sign up for this uh, 0% interest, probably you won't get any perks out of it. Mm. But I think it is still good, right? Because it can help you in terms of the cash flow. Mm. So, it depends on your purpose. If you are able to sort of like... Uh, settle this uh, bill straight away, probably you'll get the so-called 6% uh, cashback. But if let's say you do not want to get this uh, cashback and you want to have a more healthy cash flow, you can participate in this uh, 0% installment uh, scheme in which you pay on monthly basis and it is 0%. I think that is also a very good kind of uh, uh, mechanism. Mm, so you decide what's important for you. Uh, yes. If cash flow is important, you can split it up six months, one year, two years. But at the same time, because you do that, you do, might not get the rewards, whether it's cashback mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, some other uh, rewards that you're getting. So if you want the rewards, then just pay it off so they mm-hmm. can get the cashback or the rewards. Yeah, okay. exactly. So you have this kind of uh, flexibility. Mm. And more tools at our disposal to, to play with, right? Well, share with us some other credit card hacks that you know about. You know, like my friends always tell me, oh, if you do this, then the bank will give you X amount of interest. Do you have a, a credit card hack that you are using right now every month? Most important, it's you need to know your spending behavior, right? So I think just now I touched base on this uh, 6% cashback for dining. For example, I think a Citibank uh, cashback card, I think it is giving away uh, 6% uh, for dining. But you need to ensure that at that specific month itself, you are spending $800, which is uh, the minimum mm. spend to so be eligible for this 6% cashback. So if let's say you spend uh, lesser than that, then probably you just get like 0.5% cashback. Mm. Yeah. So I think if you want to um, ensure that you get the max from the card, then you need to do some homework. Okay. Yeah. Knowing how much per month you'll be spending. If not, mm-hmm. you just won't meet the minimum requirements and it's just a waste of the credit card. Yep, exactly. So you basically need to monitor it. The other example is a Standard Charter Bonus Saver. So I think the good thing about this Bonus Saver is that if you spend in Bonus Saver, then probably you get interest from your bonus account. Mm. So if you... But still the same thing, you have to monitor it. If mm. let's say you spend lesser than the quantum or lesser than the minimum spend, probably you get nothing. From there. So I think if you want to use this kind of uh, facility or services, then you need to ensure that you know what you are doing. Okay, so you mentioned don't use credit card as a, a debt tool. So mm. how should we understand credit limit? Should I increase it? I think it depends on individual. So I think for my case, uh, I never asked for um, the limit to be increased. Because to be honest, as I never use it as a debt tool, I never hit the limits. Mm. Yeah. So I think uh, probably the limit that is given by the bank should be sufficient. If let's say you want to, your purpose is just to max out your benefit. 
unless you want to use it as a DAP tool, then potentially you may want to increase the limits in order for you to purchase uh, more things. Since we're on this topic, because I've seen this promotion whereby you can also get a balance transfer, mm-hmm. right, using the, the credit limit. Mm-hmm. So how should we understand that? You know, using your credit limit as a form of, well, it's not exactly a loan, mm-hmm. you know, but what is it? Tell us more about it. Yeah, well, to be honest, uh, don't try to understand it. Don't use it. Because <laughs> oh, uh, even it. though, yeah, do not use it. Mm. Because uh, balance transfer, you still need to pay a certain service charge even though it is like a 0% balance transfer. Right. Yeah, so there is a cost uh, associated to that. Yeah, so at the end of the day, when I look at this uh, credit card or this kind of uh, financial facilities, I still look at it from saving perspective, from maxing out the benefit perspective. So what it means is that we ignore all this uh, jargon, we mm. ignore all this uh, complicated concept, never use it at a, as a debt tool, okay. and always try our best to um, pay in full so that we can continue to enjoy the benefits. Because there are other tools if you need a loan. Let's yep. say you want to start a business, you can get a business loan. Or if you really need some cash flow, I mean, there are other tools for that. Don't use credit cards because the yes. interest is really high. Exactly. Okay. You can go for the personal loan, but never use a credit card loan because or credit card, the interest is just, uh, just too high. 18% to 24% per annum. So I think the num- the figure, the number itself is already sound very scary. That's right. And if you compound yeah. it month by month, that's it, man. One day you are in for a shock. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Then how should we think about credit score? I- I'm not sure about you, but some people might not know their credit score until they need to get a home, right? So like, how, how does credit cards affect our credit score? And how mm-hmm. should we maintain a good credit score? Yeah. So I think, uh, first of all, if you apply for a credit card and you start using it, and you have a very strong discipline, every month you just uh, paid in full, then probably your credit scoring will be good. will not get uh, much uh, impacted. Mm. And I think it is also very good for you because uh, if you have uh, the credit card and you demonstrated that you have the discipline to pay in full every month without um, any uh, sort of like a slippage, then the good thing is that the bank, when they look at all these uh, his historical mm, or your spending pattern, your transactions, every month. Yep. then probably the bank will trust you more and your credit scoring will be pretty high as well. And if let's say you have zero credit card to start with, that can be a bit um, worried for the bank as well, right? Because mm. no history, no history, mm. you're considered as a credit thin or what we call it is like a zero kind of uh, transactions. So nothing to prove that you have uh, this kind of a discipline in order to pay back. So in fact, that may impact you if let's say you want to uh, apply for a home loan, for example, or property loan. Mm. So what a bank needs to look at your performance in terms of your credit, right? And it needs mm-hmm. some history to mm-hmm. understand you better as a person, like will you default on my... Uh, on my loan that I'm going to give out to you. When we talk about loan, most likely we'll talk about home loan, right? So I mentioned mm-hmm. that it's the first time you think about your credit score, you have to check your credit score with the bank and you realize that, oh, because of a bad credit score, the bank might not give you the amount that you, are, that you wanted or mm-hmm. might charge you a higher interest. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important to, to maintain a, a good credit score. So you're seeing that it is important to have like a credit card that even if you don't use it much, but you pay in full every month and that will give you a good score. Yes. Practically speaking. Yes. Okay. In some articles, and I think this is more US-centric, but 
let's see how it relates back to Singapore. Um, I'm seeing people saying that uh, if you get a credit card and then you cancel the card within a few months and if you don't use it and that affects your credit score. Yeah, I think uh, probably you don't do this, right? Because uh, what's the purpose of you uh, doing that at the first place? And of course, we know that it is because of the welcome gift. Yep, but exactly. Having said that, if let's say you do not want to use uh, the card, probably you wait for a year. Then only you go and terminate it. Okay, but just what if right I forget? I just want to terminate it now. I got a welcome gift ready. <laughs> Some people might think that. Yeah, then potentially it can impact your credit score. So it can impact yeah, your credit score as well. It can impact your credit score. If you yeah. cancel it too, too quickly. Let's yeah. say three months, you can cancel it. Yes. Okay, but what's this like? It's like a black box. Uh. I don't know. How is this credit yeah. score calculated? Actually, it is like a black box. So basically, we don't exactly know how all these are calculated. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, having said that, I think uh, by diligently and also by using uh, this facility or try to hack it a bit here and there, I think that they will be able to help. Mm. So even if I pay the minimum sum every month, mm -hmm. does it affect my credit score? Because I'm not paying in full. It, it still will, affects. It will. It will, okay. inf it will impact your credit scoring quite badly. But of course, if you pay zero, if you pay nothing, I think that would even uh, more severe. Right. Yeah. That's right. So that's why, um, that's what I mentioned earlier, paid in full, then mm. you are safe. Yeah. Mm. What do you think are some upcoming trends in credit cards? For example, um, well, there's a crypto credit card nowadays. And mm -hmm. what other new trends do you see upcoming? Well, I think uh, in terms of the trend itself, uh, I think uh, credit card is still pretty famous. So a lot of banks, they still issued uh, new credit cards with a lot of perks, a lot of uh, new features. And I think uh, probably one of uh, the interesting trends is that it will be numberless. I think from the security perspective, from the privacy perspective, we are more secure to use a credit card moving forward. So crypto card is also one of the very interesting uh, areas. Mm, before that, uh, numberless, how does it work? So how do I make an online purchase, for example? How do I input mm. my details? You'll be issued a virtual card. Mm. So... Yeah, I think that it's a pretty um, kind of a sophisticated topic. But the short answer to that is uh, they will use a tokenization to recognize that this card belongs to you. So rather than uh, uh, requiring the users to key in the numbers. Mm, so is it like through my phone or through an app or like what's the method of verification of my identity then? Yeah, it can be through the phone mm -hmm. or either through the um, through, through the app itself. Yeah. Okay. okay. So it is like a tokenization concept in which uh, you need to go to the bank and from there you can push the tokenization uh, to the site, to the online websites that you want to do the purchase and from there you will do the purchase. Okay. Or you can also add the card into your e-wallet mm. or into your Apple Pay for example and you okay. use the Apple Pay to perform the transactions. Right. And some other cash, um, mm. platforms that hold your cash you know, and yep. you can make payments with. Okay, so you're talking about crypto as well. Mm. The idea of crypto credit cards that you can spend using that credit card and then you earn crypto. Right? That's, that's one way. Yeah, the so-called cashback in crypto. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, yeah, I think probably that is all about it. Yeah, so I think it already make uh, the whole credit card uh, industry quite uh, exciting mm, okay. before this uh, crypto tokenization uh, numberless card and stuff yeah. yeah i think numberless itself uh, is very interesting mm -hmm. it's all about increasing security increasing convenience right and mm -hmm. the way we use money in the mm -hmm. future you know we don't even know how money looks like in the future it could mm -hmm. be something entirely different mm -hmm. okay so can you tell us a bit more about 
all these platinum cards and I don't think you can wave off the annual fees in some way. Anyway, these people don't need to wave off. <laughs> like, tell us about all these like premium credit cards. Are they really worth it, or is it more for bragging rights? And what is the world that they live in? Tell us a bit more about that. Mm-hmm. I think if you refer to all those like uh, metal cards, um, that belongs to those uh, wealthy people. Mm-hmm. So, I think different people has a different purpose. If let's say you are really go for all those like a first class kind of experience. Um, you want to stay in the best uh, hotel, five star, six star hotels, then probably that uh, kind of uh, cards will give you a lot of perks, right? Because when you go to the airport, then you can sort of like uh, go to the lounge, the first class lounge, and after that you can get like a free stay in a six star hotel, five star hotels, right? So I think it served the purpose, but that is not uh, really for the the uh, mass market kind of a consumer. So that's more for the uh, wealthy or the more affluent kind of uh, segments uh, users. Mm. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to add on in terms of credit cards? Anything you want to reinforce? Yeah, sure. I just want to reinforce uh, one thing. Credit card is a very good tool for us to maximize uh, our benefits uh, or maximize the, the perks. But one thing that you must always remember is always pay in full. Never use a credit card as a debt tool. Then probably you'll be able to get a lot of uh, perks and a lot of uh, benefits from the credit cards that you are using. Okay, thank you, Sam. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you've learned something useful today and I truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconuts. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. Join our community telegram group, follow us on our socials, sign up for our weekly newsletter. Everything is in the description. If you love us and want to help us grow, definitely share the podcast with your friends and on your socials. For more information, check out thefinancialcoconut.com. With that, have a great day ahead, stay tuned next week, and remember, personal finance can be chill, clear and sustainable for all. I have three more questions for you. Okay. It's more of a personal nature. Mm. So the first question is, what is one core life principle that you hold close to? Probably I would say proactiveness. We always uh, want to approach life uh, in a proactive manner, right? Mm. So sometimes you can see there are opportunities comes and go. So if you're not proactive enough, probably you would just miss the opportunity. Okay. And it reflects yeah. in your background because... What they call it intrapreneur, right? So you're mm. acting as an entrepreneur within the organization itself, and that's how Cards Club mm-hmm. got started. And that, that's because you were proactive about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think uh, a lot of time, you really need to um, step up in order to take the opportunities that come to you. And of course, I think the, the other way to look at it is that if, let's say, you are not uh, aggressive, you are not proactive enough, probably the opportunity just uh, leave you, right? So okay. I think that, that that is a pretty pretty important. Okay, second question. What is one piece of financial advice that you think should be shared more often? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, we need to be street smart. Street smart, okay. In a sense that um, take advantage of those credit cards mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, you can apply and you can get it pretty easily. And also, I think uh, all those, uh, even though it can be like a small saving, but when you accumulate it for um, long enough, 
it can be something which is not small. Right, it compounds. And just imagine, yeah, the, you mm. compound it, right? And mm. probably you can also use uh, the money that you save uh, to invest, right? So that can also help you in the long run. Right, make compounding work for you instead of against you. Mm-hmm. If you get into debt, it works against you. But yep. if you invest and you invest wisely, then you're going to get some good results out of that. Yep, okay. exactly. My last question for you, what is one area of your life that you are giving additional focus to right now? Well, I think it is still uh, my Kaspar Ventures. So we are still at the very beginning of the journey. So a lot of works has been done and a lot of works needs to be done as well. So we are just uh, at the um, very starting point. Mm, so because it's a young startup phase. Yeah, slightly more than one year, one mm. year old. Yeah. But I still get a sense that you do know how to take time off because you've been using your dining credit cards mm. uh, promotions. Like I, I'm guessing that you venture out to different restaurants to try out mm. with your family or, or who do you go with? Yeah, mainly with our family. Yeah, right. Yeah, so still need to enjoy life while working on a startup which takes up so much of our time and attention, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. Thank Andrew. you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.